Hello and welcome to Shaman Sister Sessions, episode 59, Earth Rhythms. I'm Michelle Hawk and I'm here with my Shaman Sister, Catherine Bird. This podcast was born out of our sisterhood, our friendship, and our conversations of what it means to be a practitioner and do this work in the world. Kat and I have known each other for a handful of years now, and of course, as two seekers do when they get together, start asking questions about what am I doing? What does it mean? How can I do better? And how can I support other people on the path? Eventually, we decided to make these conversations public to you, and that's where you come in. Thank you so much for joining us for Shaman Sister Sessions. Today, we're speaking about earth rhythms as we are heading into spring here and preparing for the equinox. So next week, you can join us if you'd like to hold spring equinox ceremony with us. I will be with Kat in person. We'll be live doing a spring equinox ceremony that's next Tuesday the 20th at 1 o'clock Pacific time. So stay tuned for the practical application of everything that we'll be talking about today. Kat, how are you doing? I am... I'm really great. I'm amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'm super good. I am. Uh, I am. I'm in in the midst of beginning a medical qigong certification training this year. So I uh, started just started a year long program, and uh, just doing a lot of study and a lot of practice. And so uh, overall, I'm I'm feeling pretty amazing from that. And just you know, same old stuff, right? Business and preparing uh, and everything else. So I am really great. How are you doing, Michelle? I am super groovy. I hear you on the, uh, you know, it sounds like you're heading into a busy part of the year. I know you've had a lot of projects coming up and a lot of projects that you're launching and same with me. So I am getting ready actually in the I am just finishing taking applications for this uh, this intensive certification that I'm offering, and I am getting ready for spring, really enjoying the beautiful sunshine, couple days of sunshine that we had up here in Portland uh, the, the last couple of days, and finding myself pretty grumpy that it is raining. Do we lose a cat? Yeah, I'm just, I'm trying to find my headset and I can't find it. So I'm going to try to find a different one here. Okay, great. Well, but that's okay. You know, so here with, and I'll start, uh, start sharing with that experience, you know, as we are shifting into spring, this is pretty much the case with everybody across the board that I've been in connection with about everyone feels their energy shifting and everyone feels some big change of some sort going on, whether it's shift of getting ready to explode in newness and, and have a lot of energy and a lot going out. And yet I also am seeing some people go into a state of contraction, which might seem a little bit counterintuitive for this springtime energy that we're talking about. And yet it is not totally out of line. So we'll be speaking with that a little bit too. Um, I want to also just insert a note here in case you missed our Cycles of Power episode that we did. Uh, we did a Solar Cycles of Power and a Lunar Cycles of Power sometime last year. And some of what we indicated in that in those episodes are, is relevant to what we're discussing here. So if you missed it, go ahead and tune back in. Mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely. So what are we talking about here, Michelle? <laughs> 
We're talking about earth rhythms. And so with the, with right now, you know, kind of the obvious rhythm that people are tuning into here in the Northern hemisphere is this spring that's coming our way. And, uh, you know, I know for you down in Southern California, that looks a little bit different than it does for us up here. We're like starting to get some sunshine. I know you've been getting some rain and some storms and stuff. And, uh, you know, it feels a little different no matter where you're at. And yet everybody has this kind of collective feeling of, okay, the light's coming back, having more energy. We just switched back the clocks. The days are feeling a little bit longer. It's kind of like, okay, we get to have room to move a little bit. There's a bigger energetic container all around. Exactly. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we, like, we talk about this, like want to talk about this, want to bring this up as a topic because so often in our lives, we forget to acknowledge the outside external influences on our patterns, on our behaviors, on uh, the things that we desire, uh, our mood, these, these sort of things that are happening in our lives, we forget. And it used to be that we were so tuned into cycles of nature and the cycles of the earth because we had to be our, our, our livelihood, whether we lived or died, really depend on, depended on it because we had to track exactly the right times to plant or to harvest or to hunt or to move or to, to buckle down and, and stay someplace. And, you know, those choices were matters of, of life and death. And now we can go to the grocery store and we can eat tropical fruits in the winter that came from thousands of miles away. We can get, um, you know, greens and lettuces in places that are snowed in. They've been snowed in for months. So we have developed a, a disconnection from these, these cycles, but our bodies are still responding to them. Our mood, our, our brain are, are still responding to these cycles. And if we're not tuning in and acknowledging them, we can sometimes blame ourselves for not having enough energy at a particular time or for not getting things done when we think we should or for wanting to rest or wanting to be out playing and having fun when we should be working or whatever it is because we've imposed these static uh, limitations and and, uh, structures on ourselves that I wake up at this time of day, I go to sleep at this time of day, this is when I eat, this is what I eat, uh, this is when I work, this is how long I work and this is consistent throughout the year, no matter what, this is my expectation of myself. And then we can just beat the hell out of ourselves when we're not meeting that expectation at every single point in the year. Mm -hmm. I think it's really important. uh, One of the things you just mentioned is the arbitrary calendar and the arbitrary timetable that, you know, you work for, for those people who are employed in, you know, kind of a typical nine to five, Monday through Friday sort of thing, doesn't really take into account 
how different times of year and different, uh, you know, even like days of the week. It, and when we did our episode on alchemy, speaking about correspondences of the different days with the different planets and everything have impacts on our energy and the arbitrary calendar doesn't take that into account. So really the more in tune we are with the earth rhythms, like you said, the more in tune we can be to aligning our energies with them and understanding here this is this is the other thing is we're already aligned to them ultimately uh you know kind of going up when we should be going up and going down when we should be going down and not beating ourselves up like you said for that oh, I, I'm not working when all I want to do is go play outside, you know, and maybe there's a reason for that. Maybe it's the height of summer and your energy is in the biggest container you could possibly hope for. Like hunkering down and going into silent meditation might not be the ideal time or the height of summer might not be the ideal time for that particular exercise. So when we understand these things, we can work with the earth rhythms in a healthy, beneficial way to increase the efficiency and the effectiveness of the practices and the work that we're trying to do. Mm -hmm. And this is also so important to have a conscious awareness of when we're working with our clients because uh, generally a lot of people, like we said, they're just not really aware of these things. And so people can very much get down on themselves when things don't feel like they're coming together or they're not making enough money at a certain time or, uh, you know, all of these things that are happening, that there are so many outside influences that are, that are a part of these cycles that we're all going through and that it can be helpful to have that as a reminder for people of, yeah, you know, maybe it's okay that you didn't, you know, run 10 miles today because that maybe this isn't the time for you to be running, but to be doing a different kind of, of movement exercise right now. That's going to be more in alignment with where we're at in a certain cycle or rhythm of the natural world. There you are. Let's, <laughs> let's, talk about some of the signatures of what are we seeing right now do we know if we're in alignment with it or or recognize if we're not and then how do we kind of course correct from there so here again doing our what we see being important for this time of year Say that again, Michelle, because it's. Uh, I feel like the internet's a little chunky today, um, and like you said, uh, yeah. I'm getting a little bit of rain, and it seems that anytime I get even the tiniest amount of rain here, that my internet is not happy with that. As happy as it makes me, it does not make my internet very happy. So, any uh, little breaks in the uh, in the the feed here today, please accept our apologies and. Um, just accept that sometimes things aren't as clear as we would like them to be, but that we'll, we'll keep moving forward and it will all make sense in the end, I promise. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I, I was inviting us to talk about what are some of the key signatures of this particular part of the earth rhythm 
and that we're rhythms that we're experiencing, the things that we're talking about. So one of the biggest ones we're mentioning right now is rhythms. So with the, you know, as we're entering spring, these are some of the longer term earth rhythms, but what else are we talking about? Well, I think it's important to uh, just speak to rhythms and cycles and that in our lives and, and again, going back to the cycles of power uh, podcast is a really good one to look into. And we've done a solar return, we've done um, lunar cycles of power and this is sort of the, the, the larger scale. Now we're, we're in the middle here with these like seasonal cycles of power. And that within that, there is, as we're shifting, there's always stuff that needs to be completed and wrapped up, cleared up, cleaned out, done with. And then there's new energy that wants to come in. And one of the things that is, uh, creates a lot of challenge for all of us is that we don't actually complete and wrap up and take care of things. We sort of leave things sort of open-ended and we don't quite like, you know, complete things within ourselves. We are, you know, we're bad at, uh, uh, you know, breaking things. You know, it's just like relationships, right? We're, we're bad relationship enders in all areas of our life where we don't actually complete things and have closure on things in our life. We just sort of kind of move on to the next thing. And, um, and, and that's one of the big pieces about these particular cycles of power is acknowledging, letting things go, completing, wrapping things up, finding closure in areas of our life to start to welcome new energies and start to work on new things. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because if we do not do that, if we don't offer ourselves closure and wrap things up, then we still have traces of them following us around, which ultimately, you know, can suck our energy, can drain us, can make us feel tired, can be bringing old stuff along while we're trying to create new and, and can wreak all sorts of havoc. So I think we've mentioned that phenomenon in a few different episodes. So I would go back and look maybe at our, uh, we did a shamanic relationship episode. I think we probably talked about that and it is relevant to this as far as it's concerned. You know, we have to break up with winter here in a very kind, <laughs> kind sort of way, but how do we offer closure to that? So with this offering closure to the experiences that we had over the winter, really honoring the time that we had to go with, and the time for digestion and introspection, reviewing our soul contracts, everything that we did during that phase of contraction, because the, the winter is that time where we look at our contracts because we're in contraction, so that we can receive that influx of new life and fertility in the spring and really come into the upward swing of that cycle of expansion. So that's something that would be really sweet. And I'd like to offer that if you feel like giving yourself optional homework before our episode next week to hold a little honoring winter ceremony for yourself and to just, you know, kind of, you know, make a list if you like, or spend some time journaling about here are all the beautiful gifts that I received this winter. Here how, here's how it was really wonderful for me and, or even how it was really hard for me. And, and what did I get out of this winter and how am I bringing closure to that? How am I, I 
stepping away and saying goodbye and releasing the energies that I had from that time so that as spring comes in, I can not only set my intentions for moving forward, but know that I've done so from a clean slate. Absolutely. Um, and you know, the thing is that if we don't, if we don't honor the season, right, don't honor the winter and honor it for what it is and, and work with it, like instead of working against it, we work with it. We find the path of least resistant to fluid movement. And, and as we look at, um, you know, the, the Taoist perspective of looking at the different elements of the, of the, um, of this seasons and we look at winter is is water that there is um you know a, a lot of of focus on that water element and doing fluid exercises and eating a lot of warming foods of soups and and things that are are nurturing you nurturing the kidneys and uh doing introspective work and receiving resting is so important in the winter and so if we don't actually engage in those things and those practices in the winter, we can come into spring from a depleted state, the kidneys. And this is all about receiving and nurturing ourselves and resting and allowing ourselves to collect and store energy like we're hibernating. And if we don't engage in those things and we keep pushing ourselves like we're in the summertime and we need to be running and and doing a lot of 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 stuff that's actually kind of burning away this water that we need to collect more of like we need to collect more water in the winter you could say then we're we're moving into the next season almost like at a deficiency Instead of moving through, oh, okay, I've, I've spent a lot of time meditating this winter and, you know, nurturing myself, eating a lot of uh, soup and drinking a lot of tea and taking care of myself, taking care of my body and being gentle, being going with the flow of what's happening. Um, and then we, we rise into spring and move into, you know, the next element from a place of like abundance in, in our system, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so if you're one of these people that is experiencing that, oh my gosh, I'm exhausted. I'm in a state of contraction. Everybody's getting all excited about spring and I've got nothing that might be you, you know, so take a moment to look at how did I treat myself this winter? How did I, did I nourish or did I deplete myself? Did I hustle all winter long to prepare for the spring? Or, you know, those of us watching this uh, and tuning into this podcast, maybe you have businesses, maybe you're self-employed and you've got a really um, a practice that you're devoting a lot of energy to we can very easily fall into this trap. And this is something that I used to find myself doing every winter was working exactly the same as I did the rest of the year. And it became pretty apparent to me that I couldn't do that in a sustainable, healthy fashion. So slowing down a little bit in the winter is not only totally normal, it's actually beneficial. And if you didn't slow down this winter, check in with yourself on how you're feeling now. Like really, honestly, are you in a state of contraction because there's some type of replenishment needed. And if not, if you're, if you're nourished and ready to go, awesome. We're going to talk about some ways to work in alignment to bring 
in that spring energy and fully connect with it and ground it in. Yeah, absolutely. And it's okay if you didn't do amazing. It's just we're noticing. We're we're paying attention to how no, no shaming. No, no shame. shame. No shame. No, it's all good. You're fine. You're moving forward. You're gonna be fine. Um, but we're just paying attention and reminding ourselves, oh, okay, you know, now I get to uh I get to pay attention to another level, listen to my body to a new level, and start to make some seasonal changes that are gonna support me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So what what are some things that we can do to support ourselves to move into alignment with spring? So, you know, spring is this element of of wood and um you know it when we think of wood it's like oh the green the the growing things and the trees and uh you know our our human body is is wood so we're we're thinking about like what does it mean to be a tree okay (laughs) doing some uh you know some yoga postures and some standing postures like coming from sitting and reflecting into standing and being very aware of the spine and and the body um you know coming into the newness of what is spring bringing in what am i planning for this year i'm i'm starting to welcome in new energy well what is that going to look like for me um i'm i'm going to start like sort of visioning in what is what are the new goals that I want to see happen for me? You know, um, different people make these like goals and, and decide to do things with their year at different times. The beginning, like January, is actually kind of a challenging time to start a new workout program and start something new and push something ahead because you're deep in the depth of, of winter. and. Mm-hmm. It's just because we created this calendar that we're going by. But if we were truly looking for, oh, what, what's my fresh new inspiration? Sometimes we're p- pushing ourselves to find fresh new inspiration at the beginning of the year when we're going to have an easier time finding fresh inspiration towards the springtime. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people in this field and in this community treat the spring equinox as their personal new year. And because that is the astrological new year, you know, as we're coming back into the, uh, you know, the beginning of the Zodiac here with Aries energy, which is all about that. Okay, let's climb the top of the mountain. Let's be the seeker in service to others. Let's, uh, you know, light the fire, be the warrior, go out in the, uh, the intuitive pursuit of truth. So that's very much in alignment with the spring equinox energy. That's the flavor that we're gearing up towards. So if you find it a little bit, you know, like you've been noticing, yeah, I've been kind of having a hard time getting going or finding my motivation or bringing something into actualization. I know a lot of the people that I've been speaking with over the last couple of weeks in particular, since I put out the, the offer of those personal alchemy sessions, I think I've had maybe like 30 calls in the last couple of weeks. I had a lot of people jump on them. And this is a a thing that people are experiencing across the board is I've been pushing and pushing and pushing all winter or like working and trying to figure it out and trying to work it out. And I feel like I'm just starting to have some momentum going. And, and I've been saying, you know, that's totally normal. Look at 
what's been going on or look at where you were a couple of months ago and look at what was happening. And now there's this new energy that's starting to come in. We're starting to get a little bit more light. Honestly, the, the effect that sunlight has on our energetic container is amazing. It's really, really startlingly important and noticeable. And personally speaking, I mean, I, I like to joke that I'm part solar panel. You know, I had my DNA tested and I'm 30% solar panel and going back six generations or whatever because sunlight is so important to me as I feel it. And today's this first cloudy day, like rainy day that we've had in a few days. And I feel that because I got so excited and so lit up and so good feeling from all this beautiful sun that we had coming in. And so today it's just like a uh, sort of feeling. But as we get our longer days, it does impact us. And it, it is important to take that into account as we're looking at how are we allocating our energy. Yeah, absolutely. And to be looking at, you know, looking at the trees, looking at the animals, looking at what they're up to out there and acknowledging that we're not that different from them. Um, you know, I planted quite a few trees this winter that came as little sticks and they're just, there's a lot of trust and faith in the fact that you go and buy a, you know, $30 stick that you put in the ground and go, okay, this is going to be a thing. And it's, it's really, it's a real thing. And it sits there and you water it and you go, come on, you can do it. And it's not going to make those leaves one day too soon for itself. Uh, it is waiting. I feel I have a goji berry that's just, it's just sticks and the other trees are, I've got leaves and they look really super happy. And I keep, I keep looking and I scratch the bark and I go, are you really alive? Yes, there's green inside of there. You're really alive. Okay, hands off. I'll be honor your process. You're still, you're still, you know, still coming. No leaves, no leaves, no leaves. And to acknowledge some of us are, uh, are, you know, more capable of, of being the evergreen and having that kind of energy uh, in the winter. And some of us are, you know, like this little goji berry who's like, I am not producing one leaf until it's the perfect time for me to come out in the springtime. And, um, you know, I think all of this has a lot to do with self-love and self-acceptance and like honoring ourselves just in the same way that we would honor a tree for taking its, you know, natural evolution and process through what it's going through during the year. We're not going to be like, damn you tree for not putting your leaves on sooner or making fruit faster or we're just like, oh, you're amazing. You made leaves. You're amazing. You made fruit. I'm so happy that you did this right at the perfect time for you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I love that. And, you know, you're speaking to the compassion piece, which I think is vitally important. And this is something where I think, yeah, the self-love and self-compassion, a lot of people get tripped up again in the expectation of aligning our work with an arbitrary calendar or system that exists outside of us or aligning our process or our energy. Again, same thing. And uh, and so with this, with aligning with the earth rhythms, you know, there's that, the question, I think I actually had somebody ask me one time when we were talking about this, well, like, but I still have to make money in the winter. Or I still have to, um, you know, be 
be efficient and I still have to get things done. And, and yes, we're not saying that, you know, totally like hold up and just sit in your journal and like navel gaze all day. We're not saying that at all, but there are different types of ways that we can allocate our energy to be in alignment with the, the rhythms that are going on. And so again, today we're speaking largely seasonally, but one of the And winter, using winter as the time of rest and rejuvenation, actually be really supportive for those of us who are in business, especially, you know, who have spiritual practices, professional practices. Yes, we need to. So maybe we spend that time journaling about, you know, writing new content or, um, or developing new programs or really doing the personal way or studying reading you know winter is a great time for reading and learning and gathering think about nourishing yourself in terms of just it and then start doing it, you know, putting out your leaves in the spring of like, well, here's what I learned from knowing that I was doing a program. Let me put the, uh, not have, having a business or a professional. There you are in I'm a sorry. new way in the spring and give that some energy, give that some light out. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry again about the internet We're you know, bear with us. Um, so important. So, um, yeah, what are some of the things that we can be, uh, kind of focusing on or what, what else can we be thinking about for, uh, uh, spring in, you know, one of the things that is also really helpful as we're kind of moving into this new, um, season is this, this clearing out and, um, uh, cleaning up, right? It's, it's spring cleaning. And there is a reason for that is because, you know, in the past people really did have to hunker down in their houses for the winter and, uh, you know, tracking in the mud and, and the snow and, and having to be in their homes with things, you know, the fire in the middle of the house and, and everything closed up and, and, you know, soot and, and, you know, human stink of the humanity. So, you know, in the spring, it's like, okay, we'll open the door and start to sweep some of this old stuff out. And sometimes we forget to do this, that there's like this spring cleaning that goes on in every way. And okay, let's, you know, it's a good time to go through the closet and get rid of some things and go, oh, I didn't actually use that this winter. Let me move that on to somebody else. Uh, and, and personal cleaning, starting to add more cleansing, uh, vegetables and a little bit more greens to the diet, a little bit more raw food and juice, you know, not over crazy about it, but a little bit more and, you know, adding some lemon and doing some, some cleaning of our liver, which is also associated with this time of year, starting mm -hmm. to look at, okay, now uh, you know, it's interesting because in the winter we can think about, oh, I've been eating more, you know, traditionally more fats and more things to try to sustain the body. And then in the spring, 
adding in, you know, people would be like, oh, okay, what's, you know, in my yard, there's a lot of dandelions. So like, well, why are there dandelions so early in the year? Well, because if after the winter I had been, you know, for us now, it's eating, you know, whatever, Trader Joe cake and uh, <laughs> the, all of the, the holiday foods that we, we had. And now, okay, let's, let's, you know, eat some of these early greens that are coming up so that we, which are often bitter greens that are kind of those first ones that are, that are popping forward and then, you know, be cleansing the liver and helping our body to prepare for what's next, which would be the summer. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And we can think about that in terms of our meditation and our movement practice as well. Mm -hmm. So maybe, uh, you know, with the winter, a lot of kind of fluid practice and maybe more of the sitting meditation, but in, in this, you know, Kat, you mentioned some standing postures, some like tree pose, I would say also like lengthening, really kind of like that lengthening, loosening up, like starting to bring in some of that energetic heat a little bit, you know, we're not like going straight to the fire, but starting to like warm it up and thaw a little bit and doing some, uh, some practices that help you feel a little bit longer and looser and you know, think about like you would warm up for a race or a workout or something like that. There's that you go from like cold, you know, sitting on the couch or whatever to, you know, you start to jog a little bit, you start to like stretch it out. And so then you have your summertime sprint, so to speak, where you're doing the work, you're running your energy hard. Uh, you want to warm up to that in, in terms of like your energy and your life and your process, your practice. So look at that kind of process of going from cold to race pace, so to speak. What do you do to get yourself there and treat that like your springtime? Like this is me warming up to the race pace of life, which is summer. Absolutely. And you know, it's so important that we, it's, it's, it's fascinating, right? That we, we, don't accept the human, you know, ness of, of our systems that, that we are so connected to the earth, to the rhythms, to the cycles of nature, uh, to everything else. And, you know, the truth is that we are intimately connected to, uh, the natural phenomenon of the earth and, and the heavens and so on. And, um, there's supposedly a big, so maybe this is my internet, but there's supposedly a big solar flare happening that we're going to hit the earth sometime tomorrow. So, uh, mm. you know, in that there's, there's all of this electrical, uh, information that's coming in and, you know, from the sun as well. And like you said, it's, it's always changing. And, mm. And I, I just keep coming back to the compassion that we can have for ourselves because I just see myself, I see others so hard on ourselves when, oh, I just felt like staying in bed today. Oh, I just didn't really feel like working today. Oh, I just didn't really uh, want to show up for this thing this weekend. And how much we shame ourselves, how hard we are on ourselves when the truth is that we are in perfect alignment at that moment. Mm -hmm. For sure. And, uh, and so some tips of like, how can we be more aware of that alignment? You know, since we are perfectly in alignment 
just with being how we are? How can we bring that into our consciousness and do it a little bit more on purpose? I recommend going outside every day, like as kind of a, a number one step. You know, a lot of people don't even do that. Or maybe the, the time that we spend outside is like walking from our car into a building and then back to our car or something. And uh, I admit that this winter I was totally guilty of that. There were times when I didn't really get outside. I didn't get a lot of fresh air. But I remember last winter how good I felt. I was in training. I was running a lot, which, again, you know, we're saying a little bit counterintuitive to how to be in winter. But I found that very meditative, and it was actually very nurturing for me. And it got me outside every single day for at least – 45 minutes a day quite often longer as I was getting into some of these long runs and I that's some of the most connected to these these earthly rhythms that I have ever felt just from when I am really on it with my training whether it's running or in college when I was rowing crew and being outside on the lake every morning that's when I was most when I find myself most in alignment is when I just get outside even if it's for 10 minutes a day and allow myself to remagnetize, recalibrate and be out of an artificial environment. That's the other thing is any environment that we have indoors, in our houses, in our homes, in our offices is an artificial environment. And it's part of that arbitrary calendar, that artificial system. And so when we go take ourselves and Reimmerse again, even if it's only a few minutes, just get some fresh air in your lungs. Go, you know, walk around and smell the trees, smell the rain, really like look at the sky and remember, oh, yeah, actually, this is where I live. Like, I don't live in a building, I live on Earth. And that is, has way more impact on me magnetically, electrically, uh, seasonally than any structure that I am tied to. Yep, absolutely. And, um, you know, discharging, right? Like moving things through breath work, shaking, tapping, moving your body, all of these things are going to help to clear out what, you know, that's breaking, you know, at the end of the container. Okay. Everything that was the old stuff, I'm going to let that go. I'm going to leave it behind. I'm going to move through. I'm going to do some breath work every day. I'm going to shake my body and use breath to move anything that's stagnant through my body so that I can prepare for what's new. I can prepare for a new fresh outlook, a new fresh energy to enter into my system. And also to, you know, keep, we keep coming back to compassion for yourself. Also to acknowledge that, oh, sometimes this means, you know, a lot of times we have kind of breaks like relationships end or client contracts are over or uh, maybe, oh my gosh, my business now has things have, have sort of dropped off. I know I'll have this experience often where it's like, oh my gosh, like all of a sudden I like nobody's booked this, you know, whatever. And then there's that part of me that's like, ah, oh no, what's going on with my business? But if we can go, oh, this is a natural cycle that I'm a part of. My business is actually mirroring the natural cycle that I am connected to. So this is great. My programs are ending. These, uh, you know, people are, are finishing and completing their, their uh, you know, their, their six months of programming or whatever that is. And then, okay, great. Now I get to prepare for the next round of people who are going to be 
probably at a different place because I'm at a different place. Like I'm not going to be, you know, it's like my, my clients keep evolving. I keep evolving. So there generally needs to be some sort of place where you're like, okay, complete and start again and complete and start again. And I think that as, you know, entrepreneurs, coaches, healers, uh, those of us who are in this business, sometimes we can get really freaked out by this natural phenomenon that's following what our system is following. Mm -hmm. And taking that, you know, whether we're applying this to a professional practice or not, or, you know, personal practice, taking that pause space between cycle completion and cycle beginning to review, to fully clear out and to actually integrate, you know, think about Kat and the example that you were using all the time. I, I mean, imagine if you just had kind of a continual cycle of clients all the time. Hi, I shift my focus a little bit and work with somebody else. Or maybe I want to introduce some new knowledge or maybe I want to try out a new thing. Same goes for our personal practice in our lives. If we're in just sort of this continuous like go, go, go all the time, then we fall into habits, we fall into patterns, and it's harder for us to introduce new energies and actually purge the old ones. So having that space in between, I, I would like to emphasize and offer that that's actually a really good thing. If there's, it seems like there's nothing going on in your life, sit with that. Yeah. See what, what do you need to get out of that? Because it's actually really, really valuable and don't just fill it with something else or don't treat it like there's anything wrong or like all of a sudden you know that your kids are at school again or like, or just imagine like, you know, back from the holidays, your kids are at school and the holidays are over and everything, the house is empty and like, now what? Now what? Oh, okay, got to fill it with something else. I have to join a book club. I have to like start taking a new class. I have to write, you know, a new chapter for my book or whatever the deal is. Like, just take a minute mm-hmm. and fully like reset so that you're not just throwing more stuff on your plate. You can actually pause and recalibrate and go from there. Yeah. And if you know anybody who's really good at that, just like watch them, watch them, watch their life. Because most people are not good at this. But, um, you know, one of the things that I've been, you know, developing a muscle around is that I have a tendency when my business is sort of going through this cycle and rhythm where I'll be like, ah, oh my gosh, ah. And so I've been, at, and then wanting to like, oh, scramble, work, do, da, 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 work so much more. Um, and instead I've been sitting with and reminding myself, oh, this is, this is actually a gift. This is a moment where I get to slow down and I get to not have a bunch of clients showing up at my place every day. And I get to sit with myself. I get to read. I get to study. I get to meditate. I get to do my practices. I get to have fun. I get to play and let myself appreciate every moment, no matter, you know, no matter where I am with that cycle, because soon enough, I'm going to be super busy. And I'm going to have people that are, you know, like that, that I have a lot of clients and I have a lot going on. And um, that's always that way. And to just let myself like I'm, I'm actively working the muscle on those times when I have less going on of being like, 
it's absolutely perfect. And what would you love to do right now? Not what do you have to do? What are you supposed to do? But what would you really love to do with this little bit of extra time that you have before maybe things get, get uh, really full again? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's, uh, you know, we live in a society that glorifies being busy. And if we're not busy, we're doing something wrong. And we're heading, I say that perfectly knowing that we're heading into springtime where people are going to want to start being more active and being outside and having more stuff on the calendar. And that's totally fine and totally natural. And also honoring that in these cycles, you know, these earth rhythms, again, we're speaking on more of a macro rhythm here seasonally. You're going to have days where you just need to kind of sit inside and be be quieter, be with yourself. And my best advice, again, you know, Kat and I talk a lot about awareness on this show. And Kat, I know we've mentioned a bazillion times, like just, you know, tune into your awareness. And I, I would say not only your internal awareness, but the awareness of what going on outside of you like what's actually going on uh you know again the seasons we've got these uh, the cycle of the week the different correspondences we talked about in our alchemy episode and like there's a lot at play and so the more sensitive we are to what's going on around us the more it will create us or create freedom, I guess, for us to play with that in a conscious way, as opposed to feeling washed around and feeling like we don't know what's going on and like we're working against the tide. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks, Michelle. So let's, yeah. let's wrap this up with any, we've given you lots of different tools and uh, things to think about right now and, and to think about at every seasonal shift and every seasonal change. And so especially when the equinoxes and the solstices roll around, we are kind of in the midst of these experiences and for different people um, in different parts of the world, you're definitely having different experiences. Um, it's, it, it, it's, you know, might have a more marked feeling for Michelle in Portland than maybe some of our clients or people who are, are watching from Hawaii uh, or South America. If, if, if you are near the equator, your experience of the seasons is really different from someone in the northern part of of America. So, um, but, but still, even with the not, uh, maybe, you know, I'm here in Southern California, so we do have a little bit of a winter, but it's not so extreme. I Mm -hmm. mean, you know, other places in the country are under tons of snow. We're getting a little bit of rain. So, um, you know, there is some seasonal shift here that makes the, the, the mind go, Oh yeah, there's a change happening. But even if you're not experiencing it so much on uh, a day-to-day basis, it's still happening. It's, there's still cycles. There's still cycles of completion that are going on in the body. Absolutely. And then, you know, I know we've got some people tuning in from Sweden, for example, as well. And that is one of those more dramatic 
examples of, you know, especially the farther north you get, the, the longer the days are during the summer, you know, it's a much more dramatic kind of shift around. So no matter where you are, uh, you know, tuning into this again next week on Tuesday, the 20th, Kat and I will be holding a spring equinox ceremony. So you are totally welcome to join us for ceremony if you'd like. I suggest before then, if I could offer you one action step or one inspired action for you to take as a result of our conversation today, go sit and have your closing ceremony for winter. Really have a look at what did I get out of this season? What am I ready to let go of? What am I ready to finish up with? What do I need to offer gratitude for? And clean house internally, so to speak, so that all of these new offerings and all the new intentions and energies that we are holding space for in the springtime have a room in our bodies and our energy fields in our lives to truly take leaf, so to speak. <laughs> Real. Thanks, Michelle. Kat, anything you'd like to yeah, anything anything Oh yeah, you're welcome. Anything coming up? Um uh, any other yeah, I think I think we're good. I think that's a lot a lot to do and take in and just to to have some consciousness around and uh, yeah, enjoy the enjoy the the freshenings of spring wherever you're at, even if it doesn't feel like it quite yet. I know that there's like huge snowstorms over uh, quite a bit of of our country right now that have just hit. So there's a lot of people who are like, "Spring? What are you talking about?" Right. <laughs> Yeah, they're rolling their eyes over there. That's okay. Um, we'll send you some sunshine and cherry blossoms. Uh, but yeah, so please go ahead and uh, if anything inspires you as a result of our conversation, go ahead and shoot us an email. We'd love to hear from you. You can send us that at shamansistersessions at gmail.com. You can find us also on our website, shamansistersessions.com, with links to all of our past episodes on YouTube. Our channel is, is super easy. It's that same name, Shaman Sister Sessions. You can also find us on iTunes and Stitcher with all of our past episodes. Go ahead and on our website also, if you'd like to receive our episodes in your inbox every week without having to go look for them, go ahead and up for our newsletter there's a form on the bottom of the page and you will get an email every week with not only the episode but sneak peeks of what's coming up and opportunities to send us your input if, if there's anything that you would like to hear us discuss on the show or any guest that you would like us to invite we would love to hear from you go ahead and give us a shout out and Kat any uh any things to announce today uh, you know, just I have my Light Warrior retreat this coming up weekend, which I'm so excited about. Michelle's going to be coming down, and we have a, an amazing group. We're going to be doing uh, actually quite a bit of ceremonial work and uh, some shamanic drumming and singing and also some business masterminding and uh, spiritual, uh, a spiritual work. It's, it's going to be a pretty full um, well-rounded weekend. So that's this weekend upcoming. I might have room for one more person if, if you feel called. And then after that, it's just going to be gearing up for, um, you know, I have, I have classes that are coming out on my website, uh, katherinebird.com. I'm starting to post more, uh, 
um, self-study courses on my site. So you can check in there and get on my newsletter if you want more information on that. And then this spring is going to be healer's process. So I'm going to be starting to talk about that uh, probably next week. I'll, I'll make an announcement about it. Mm, got, wonderful. Michelle? Thank you. Uh, well, I am so excited to go down for Light Warrior Retreat. I leave on Thursday and I'll be hanging out with Kat for a little while. And I am accepting applications for I Am Alchemy through the 15th, which is Friday, right? Friday. Yeah. So a couple more days. Might no, Thursday. Thursday. Thursday the 15th. Right. Okay. Sorry. Thursday the 15th, I am accepting applications for I Am Alchemy, and that is the year-long certification training program in the art and science of personal transformation. It is for practitioners, healers, coaches, anyone working in the fields of personal development who wants to up-level their practice, claim their mastery, and align with the most powerful energies of shift and change available to us on the planet. Let's explore these ancient practices and look at how are they super applicable, very universal in the modern context, and learn what you need to learn to add alchemy to your repertoire. So go ahead and shoot me an email if that interests you. You can find that on my website, joyofenergy.com. Look under the work with me tab for the I Am Alchemy or just shoot me an email again if you're interested, michelle at joyofenergy.com and I'll send you the link to apply. Again, there's only a couple more days and I have one spot available. So go ahead and let me know if that resonates with you. And that's all I've got. All right, Michelle. And also, Michelle will be in Southern California, mostly in the San Diego area with me. And if you would like an incredible, rare duo session with the Shaman Sisters, you can come and work with us in person, hands-on, uh, healing work, channeling work, shamanic work, and uh, receive some serious upgrades and magic into your life. And uh, if that interests you, please reach out as soon as possible because we have very limited uh, opportunities for that work. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us. Happy Earth Rhythm Appreciation and, and best of luck integrating this. And we'll see you next week for the Equinox Ceremony. Thanks, Michelle. Thank you.